Hello, hello, my magical friends, and welcome to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. I am Annika. I bring you guidance, insight, tools, and an amazing membership to allow you to live a magical life every single day. So today I want to talk about three things because I had a conversation with somebody and they asked me, what are the top three things that you would tell somebody to help them to start to live a magical life every single day. So I'm going to give you my top three. The first one, or I guess they're they're kind of like tied for top three, right? So I feel like they're all important. First one, and I think this really is the most important one, is self-care, right? Like you cannot help anybody else if you are all messed up yourself. Like you just don't have the thought process. You don't have the ability. You don't have the capabilities. You just don't have it in you. You don't have the energy to spare, to be able to give, give, and give, and never to recharge. You have to recharge yourself. And that may mean different things for different people. It obviously means different things for different people. For some people, it's simple meditation. For other people, it's taking a walk, right? What I like to call walking meditation. And for other people, it may be taking, you know, a bubble bath. It may be doing a foot soak. It may be going for a spa day. It may be just going and sitting on the beach. It may be going and sitting in a forest. It may, whatever. It may be sitting down and reading a book in the afternoon, right? No matter what it is, sitting there, like the other day, um, I sat there in front of my picture window of my house. Uh, for some reason, these little, I think they're sparrows. Um, decided that my front yard is an absolute plethora of whatever they are in search for right now. So I had probably about 30 of them. And I got to sit there and watch them. And a few minutes into watching them, I thought, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do, right? Like I better get to work. And then I thought, no, this is a part of my self-care. I am enjoying sitting here watching these little adorable birds peck at whatever it is that they're getting out of my grass or my my weeds, right? As, as my neighbors like to call them probably because my yard is all dandelions and clover. But, um, right, so that's part of my self-care. So I made myself take that time to enjoy that moment. And I counted it towards my self-care because it did give me pure enjoyment to do that. I didn't have to do anything else but simply look at them and go, oh my gosh, how adorably cute is that, right? Self-care, super important. And once I was done with that, I was actually more productive in my day because I had given myself that little bit of a mental break. So self-care, huge, huge, huge. The second thing that I feel like all people should be doing to learn to live a magical life daily is journaling. And I know some people go, oh my gosh, like I don't want to keep a diary, right? We confuse, especially women, we confuse the diaries of childhood, right, to our journaling. And that's not the same, okay? Um, the diaries that you would keep are to keep your most secrets, right? Like your your crushes and, you know, your first kiss and, you know, all the, your first maybe fight with uh, with your best friend and all that kind of stuff. Your journaling is more about, or when you're keeping a journal, it's more about what are my thoughts and feelings about what happened today? And you leave it just at that. And I have to tell you that 
I don't like longhand writing, right? Like when I have to sit down, I mean, there's certain things like when I'm doing spellcasts and things like that, I love longhand writing. But when it comes to just, well, I could type it on a computer, right? If I wanted to and print it out and you can do that. I mean, people keep their journals electronically, whatever works for you, right? You do you witchy poo. But I like to scribble and draw and hieroglyph and sigil. And so a lot of my journal pages are pictures that I've hand drawn and I'm no artist by any means, right? But what I'm doing is I'm putting my energy into that creation. So even it's the if it's the most, you know, ugliest rendition of my dog, <laughs> if I'm journaling about something with my dog that day, right? Like you've created it, you've put the effort, you've put the energy into it. And therefore, you're getting it out of your mental and into the physical. And that's huge. So when you've got plans coming up or things that you're trying to manifest, getting it out of your mental state, right? Out of the astral plane, right? It's a thought in astral and bringing it into the physical world. You do that when you take a thought and you put it on paper, your thoughts in the astral and you put it on paper, which is in the physical. That's magic. And because you've done it and you've had emotional connection to it when you're creating it or writing it or whatever it is, now you've given it power. Okay, so your journaling doesn't have to be like, oh, this morning I went through McDonald's drive through and got myself a coffee and got the wrong change back. You know, like it doesn't have to be like that. Okay, break out of that thought and make your journaling whatever feels good to you. Again, if that's writing in text format, you know, like the BRB for the Be Right Back, you know, kind of thing. If that's writing in shorthand for you, if it's, you know, whatever it is, if it's creating your own language and writing, whatever it is, just make sure that you're journaling because journaling is magic. It is magic in and of itself of an action. And it's huge when it comes to manifesting things. Okay. So that would be the second one, journaling. And again, it doesn't have to be a fancy book. It doesn't have to be, you know, perfect handwriting. And it's not for anybody else to enjoy or see. It's for yourself to be able to create your magic, right? To be able to dump what it is you need to get out of your head and into the physical. And that not only works when it comes to manifesting the good things, but when it comes to getting rid of what you would consider the negative things. So if you're holding on to grudges and, you know, those kind of things, when you put that down onto paper, it helps take it out of your mind. So your subconscious isn't fixating on it or focusing that it's there, you've taken it out. Okay. So that's number two. And the last thing that I think everybody should be doing to live a magical life daily is to get used to what's in your local surroundings that you relate to and can utilize in your craft and your magic. So that means taking a walk around the park or your block or whatever it is and getting used to what foliage is there. What plants are there? What wild weeds are there? What trees are there, right? Like just get used to all of that because what's going to happen is you're going to, as you go through your moons of practice, you're going to end up finding that you always come back 
to the same ingredients. You don't need an arsenal of 72 different exotic spices and roots and herbs to be able to perform your magic. You need only what's in your local surroundings. Now, if you want to use the exotic spices and things, it's much easier for us to get those, right? And by all means, again, you do you, witchy poo. But I'm just saying I feel like for the crones that I have been working with uh, throughout my practice history, we always tend to go to the sit. You go to the tried and true, right? You know it's going to work. You know how you relate to it. You know what emotional response you get from it. You know exactly the nuance of how it's going to work for you. And you only learn that by exploration. So you need to be learning about what you connect to, what you react to, what your response to a certain items or ingredients is energy is. And then when you go to utilize it, how does it work for you? So that includes not only walking around and seeing what's in your local area to work with, but when it comes to your crystals, Right. If you work with crystals and you like crystals, maybe you don't feel energy from crystals and that's fine. That was a whole like last week's podcast, I think. Right. Like if you don't feel anything from something, it's fine. Not everybody is going to have the same response or reaction to all the ingredients. Again, always keep in mind that those traditional quote unquote correspondence charts were created by one person based on their emotional actions or, or reactions or responses from an ingredient and or tool right? Green doesn't mean money to everyone. You have to work with what you respond best with and what you know works for you. So I've said it before, if lavender is supposed to be calming and tranquility, but lavender stinks to you, you wouldn't choose that to use in your calming and tranquility and sleeping spells, right? You wouldn't put a lavender sachet in your pillowcase at night to help you sleep because all you would think about is how much it stinks, <laughs> so you're going to find something that means tranquility and calm and restful to you. And that's what you would use. So my third and final thing of my top three is to make sure that you investigate and you experience all the different things and especially what's in your locality to be able to work with. Because honing in on what works well for you is going to become your tried and true. And you're going to find that you only need, you know, six or nine spices or herbs or roots in your magical arsenal to do all of your spell work. And most of the time, even less than that, right? And then that also holds true with your modality of casting. So maybe you want to try divination, try all the different forms of divination, right? Until you find one that you really like, then master it. And then start working in the lesser, what I call the lesser liked ones, right? So if you're really good at pendulum work, master working with your pendulum. And then take the time to go and work with scrying, possibly, or runes, right? And learn those. Because sometimes we get bored with doing the same thing. Or when we get something from our main form of divination, we like to have it um, clarified with a different form of div or verified with a different form of divination as well. So those are my top three, self-care, journaling, and discovering what you connect with to work in your craft to make you the very most magical witch that you can be. 
And that's living a magical life every single day. So thanks for listening to the episode. Again, if you're interested in working closer with me or getting into the Circle membership, the Circle membership is $20 a month. And you can find out all the information on my website at witchfulways.com. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.